Collins. Happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans at the lovely Collins Hotel on St. Charles Avenue. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. The Collins Hotel is a great place to come and stay if you're coming to New Orleans and a great place to come and have a drink if you're already here as our guests are doing, sitting around the table. What are you all drinking? This is some sort of a, what is that? Jameson and Red Bull. Jameson and Red Bull. You are kidding, right? That's not really. Really? Jameson's and Red Bull. Oh, my God. And what's in that glass? That's some sort of other weird concoction. Crown and ginger ale or something? Crown and ginger ale with a little touch of lime gives it a little bit of That little bit of kick. And, and Jerry's got a vodka and something, right? Diet Coke. These gentlemen are Ross Carpelman from the House of Shock with the Crown Royal. Jerry Fredu from Halloween's in New Orleans, or Halloween's in New Orleans, I suppose, with the vodka. And with the Jameson's and Red Bull. It's not as bad as you think. It sounds dreadful. I'm going to taste that in a minute. It's uh, Chris Royal from the band Dark Matter. And on piano playing our theme song is the fabulous Mitch Foreman. Yes, beautiful. Hey, Mitch, how's it going? Hey, Grant, everything's cool. Nice to have you back. Where were you this morning? You were playing some sort of a, a session for whom? I was. Uh, for the exciting Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> fourth <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks movie yeah fourth do, movie do you wow. get Alvin and the Chipmunks four do you get to see any of it while you're playing or you just uh, I saw a little bit of it after apparently they were on a cruise ship you're not so giving like, anything away right you're not by I, I telling us that I, it a, I had to sign a whole you know disclosure statement yeah that's even Disney too much movie? what I'm saying uh, I don't know Alvin and the know. Chipmunks four I guess uh, I guess they're popular the last one. I saw the last one over in the Chipmunks 3. It was really great. So what do they say? Okay, you're on a cruise ship with a bunch of chipmunks. Go. <laughs> go. Ready, mean? go. How does that work? Feel it. I don't no, know. What is the story? Do you, have you guys seen the Over in the Chipmunks movie? I haven't seen any of them. It's kind of weird because it's not like I know. a real cartoon not, anymore. Yeah, it's not real chipmunks. I don't really want to see it. It's not I real chipmunks? <laughs> what? I don't think so. I think they're all CG. <laughs> yeah, the computer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I thought they my not, daughter th- saw the third one, I think. And your daughter did. What ter- did she say? She said it was terrible. It was I called the squeak. I know it was called the. It was called the squeakquel. The squeakquel. That's the one I saw. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> that ends up with them all doing some sort of huge dance at the end, like some sick thing. I can't remember what it was. Now, what was the big dance like a year or like two at ago? The end of a Bollywood movie. <laughs> yeah. What was it, Mitch? It was like a Beyonce. Thing. A Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They all do that. Be- well, thanks, Mitch. They do that Beyonce. Uh, put a ring on it thing. You know that dance that she does, that incredible about, choreograph. Yeah. All the chipmunks are doing that in the in the squeak wall. It was good. Anyway, I thought, but I thought they were real chipmunks, so that ruins the whole thing. It's like finding out Christmas isn't true. What goes on at the house of shock, Ross? And if, when it comes to animals, do you have any uh, animal acts there? We used to have a guy that came with a snake. Uh, you know, he brought his pet snake, and and was uh, he Indian? No, he was not Indian. He was a cop, which uh, <laughs> made it <laughs> even weirder. But uh, yeah, we we decided not to do that. It's I don't think it's really a humane place to bring animals with all those loud noises and pyro and stuff like that. So we haven't we haven't done any animal tricks yet. We're trying to figure out a way to do it. If we can find a, an animal that's willing to uh, be blown up nightly, then uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they usually don't go for that. What about a CGI chipmunk? CGI chipmunk uh, could work. That would totally That's work. Scary. I think we should do it just on the principle of it to uh, you know slaughter it. I never, I've never talked to you before. Uh, I've never realized that you sound like Satan. <laughs> uh, well, I've been cast well then. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you play Satan? I'm. Uh, I play uh, the Satan-esque character. I guess uh, he's. Uh, yeah, he's definitely. He's the leader of the Fourth Reich, the Satanic Reich. 
uh, it, which is makes sense if you've seen the show. We do a whole big pre-show in the beginning with pyrotechnics and all kind of stuff. So uh, it's like a whole skit before you even go in. So just give us some idea. You, so the House of Shock is a real house. Well, no, it's a real warehouse. It's a warehouse. It's a real warehouse of shock. Um, not to be confused with the warehouse of terror, which is another haunted house in uh, Slidell. But uh, yeah, the House of Shock. It's in a warehouse. We've been around. It's our nineteenth season. Started in backyards the first two years and uh, kind of was forced to go commercial. You know, the, the man forced us to go to commercial, go commercial with it, <clears throat> which is cool. You know, I mean, we've, uh, I don't think we've kept it going the other way. You're not uh, doing Occupy Halloween or anything? Uh, we're, like we're, that? That's our next step. You know, we're going to Occupy. Where would you go? Salem, Massachusetts? Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so, so, so you pull up in your car outside. Is there parking? Uh, outside of the House of Shock? Yeah, you wouldn't want to give your car a valet parker at the House of Shock, I would. Uh, you know, it might do better than the Columns Hotel. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, some shady, Columns is a great place to park. people here. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my bad. I, I'm in your house. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. We don't own it or anything. Did you have trouble finding a parking place outside? No, we got plenty of parking. We're in a, yeah, okay. so we're, you... we're in an industrial area out there. It's like a lot of warehouses. It's actually pretty creepy because we're right underneath... The uh, Huey P. Long Bridge, for those who don't know, probably the scariest bridge yeah, in the U.S. Uh, oh, it is. But now they're expanding it, which is going to be double terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's so. a bridge with a with a bend in it. Yeah. Who who thought of that? I, I can't understand with a train it. Train going through the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's got the most weight supported <laughs> by the least, and the lanes are about not even uh, could not even yeah. accompany two smart cars passing yeah. on the other side. It's so scary. Eighteen wheelers next to each other. It's there, ridiculous. Man. It's ridiculous. It is. I'm surprised more people don't fall off the side of that thing or get run over. Or, or jump. Or jump. Do they jump off? Yeah, they do jump off. We've had a few jumpers in our tenure there. So, uh, so Do they jump on your place? I wish. That, that would, would be, be awesome, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be what great. What a Halloween. That would be. That would be That's a bonus. That I mean, would really be something. People jumping off the Huey Long Bridge to their death at the House of Shock. And, and, you should stage that even if they're not doing it. Well, we're not giving everything away here, man. We got you know, we got some tricks up our sleeve for sure. Okay. So, okay, so just walk us through it for people who haven't been to the House of Shock or are too scared. You pull up there and you, before you go in, you even have some sort of... Before you go in, you've you got a, an entire Halloween festival. We've got music, we've got bands playing. Uh, last weekend, we had uh, New Orleans band Down playing, um, which I don't know who well, was Phil, heard of. Yeah, Down well, is Phil Anselmo's it is. band who it was is. in Pantera, it was. who was one of the founders of the House of Shock with he you. Was, he was. He's a friend of yours. Apparently. Very good friend, yeah. How did you guys know each other? Uh, through the music scene, you know, I, I play music. Um, you know, we've worked. I've worked with Philip on a number of music music projects like Pantera and Down and stuff like that. And what did you do in Pantera? And oh, I'm I'm the one that they don't speak of. I'm I'm the key, the session keyboard player. Really? Okay. <laughs> You're like the fifth Beatle. I'm yeah, sorta. I'm the fifth Pantera. Wow. I don't know what that means. But um, so, I don't think there's any, I was any if, status in that whatsoever. Really. Well, Pantera is a pretty popular band. Did yeah. they, did they, Pantera is a band that, when I first heard of them, I was surprised to find that Phil Anselmo came from New Orleans. It wasn't a band that started off here, was yeah, it? Yeah, Texas band, uh, right, right outside of Dallas and Arlington, Texas, is where they started. And uh, man, talk about just, in, just taking a genre and just rolling with it. I mean, they, they were the first um, real true extreme heavy metal record to reach number one records on the uh, billboard with uh, 
with uh, whichever record it was. I don't know. What it was. You went on that one? <laughs> I wasn't on that one. I was on the one after that that tanked. No, I, <laughs> it didn't tank. It, it did well. Well, but, um, well yeah. Chris has got his, Chris Royal has his first record coming out any yeah. day now. Is it, it's out, in fact. Yeah, it's out. How long has it been out for? Uh, we had the CD release last Friday at the Maple Leaf. Well, how many can you sell in a week? Six days? I don't know yet. we got to get the numbers, but hopefully we did well. I hope so. Is it, uh, is it for sale across the country and around the world? Uh, it's going to be up on iTunes and CD Baby in the coming weeks. Well, you could take a lesson from these guys in, in Pantera. How, many, how did you get to number one? Uh, they did. Bribe? Did they? <laughs> did they have to bribe people? I watched. Then? No, they had a very strong fan base. They toured forever. They were right. just a hard, hard touring band from the eighties. You know, they wore the, the makeup and the skin tight pants, and they went through that whole that whole phase. And then when Philip joined the band, when they got rid of their other singer, um, you know, he, he kind of brought him into a little heavier edge because he came from the you know the age of Slayer and stuff like that, and you know Venom and bands like that. But um, how yeah. did you guys meet? You played music together. You didn't go to school together or something. No, we uh, we have a, it's a very small circle of friends. You know, the metal community at, at that time. You know, everybody knew everybody and just kind of you know. Is there still a metal? smoked weed? And that was yeah. <laughs> Are you still smoking weed? Shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Are you guys <laughs> nah. weed smokers in your band? Well, in the band, yeah, but I'm drug free. Really? Have you always been drug free, or did you yeah. just go that way? Always. I just drink. You drink the hell out yeah, of the like, Red what, Bull. What else? I drink the hell <laughs> out of some Jameson. Let's though. go back to the. I'm back to this again. It's Jameson's, which is a, Jameson fi- a fine Irish whiskey. Yeah. And you put Red Bull in it. It balances out. Cause Do you ever have? Does the bartender ever refuse to make that drink? Nah, make them taste it, and they're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." How did you discover that? Uh, I'm always drinking Jameson one night. I was tired for a gig. I was like, uh, "Let's just mix these up." See, that's how genius. That's how Steve Jobs started. <laughs> The genius ideas like that. Man. You could be the next. Could be the next big thing. Have you told Red Bull about it? Nah, I don't think they're interested. You could. You have any endorsements? Does someone sponsor your show? Not really. Nah. Brought I would to like to have Jameson behind us though, because me and my drummer and my guitar player, we definitely go through like a half a bottle before we hit the stage. Yeah. So that's kind of the same as smoking weed, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you're you're half drunk before you get up on stage. Well, different no, we have stuff. drunk by the time we get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> So, what sort of? How would you describe your music for people who have That's never heard? That's the hardest question, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question because I listen to it and I'm like, how am I going to describe this? I have a lot of different influences, and I try to bring all of the influences into you know one band, which is really hard to do. So I got the funk thing, got the jazz thing, got the rock thing, got the electronic thing going on. You got it's a little bit of everything. You played and you played in a reggae band for you played in Revolution as well. Yeah, I also played with Revolution. Does any of that sneak into your? I think it's going to be in the next album. Some okay. of the stuff I'm writing is definitely influenced by. So it. when you have all these various influences on your music, do you synthesize that or do you find that one track? It sounds to me like one track sounds a bit more rocked out, and the next track sounds a bit more. Jet. Yeah, each song is kind of its own standalone thing. Yeah, that's what. But I, somehow it kind of ties all together. It ties together with with a sort of a musicianship level of like it to me it's it's really well played and it's really well produced and it's the, and they're all great compositions but 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 they sound there's some really rocked out stuff and some really clever like jazz mm-hmm. you, i mean you're a hell of a player thanks man well you know we should listen to something what do you think let's do it let's okay we've got the new cd the new cd is called dark matter dark matter is oh that's a whole other situation that we have to get into talking of <laughs> pantera and halloween jury we haven't even heard one single word from you yet say something something okay that's nice okay um so the the <laughs> album is called chris royal and dark matter which is the name of your band right right and the album is called so it's 
from the yeah. title of the, you know, what they used to call it. Yeah, it's that? also, the title cut is Dark Matter. Okay. We'll get on to Dark Matter in a minute, and then we're going to talk to Jerry next, I think, when we come back from this, about exactly what your connection to Hall- Halloween. See, I want to say Halloween in New Orleans, because it rhymes, but then you sound like you're a foreigner. Halloween in New Orleans. It's actually Halloween's in New Orleans, Incorporated. Halloween's uh, in New Orleans, yes. Incorporated. But but it doesn't sound, it doesn't flow good. So, we so, it's a, so you're a corporation? Yes, uh, 501c3, though. 501c3, that Ooh. means you're a charity or something? Yes, non-profit. Non-profit. Yes. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go with Chris Royal and Dark Matter off the new album, Chris Royal and Dark Matter. What track are we going to listen to? I think we should listen to the title cut, Dark Matter, since we're talking about Halloween. It's a really dark and grimy Halloween sounding song. Okay.
Very good. Chris Royal and Dark Matter from the album. Chris Royal and Dark Matter. Where did that song come from? Out of some sort of deep, dark subconscious of yours that we don't want to know about? Actually, I wrote it to be like a really dark, grimy hip-hop track. And so I, I produce also. So I, I made this track, and I brought it. You know, I had been sitting on it for a minute, and I finally one day I was like, we should play this. So I brought it to the band, and we rocked it out. You did rock it out? Yeah. Is that how it sounded the very first time you did it, or did you have to go through it a few times to figure that out? Uh, that's pretty much how it was like in the track. Very good. That's the way I write. I, I use my computer and I, I play. What do you play? What do you work on? A Mac or a PC? A Mac. Yeah, Mac all day. And Pro Tools? Uh, I use Reason and Pro Tools. Yeah. But yeah, so, basically I go and I lay down all the instruments, basically how I want the band to play and I give it to them. And then we go to the And they just, they just do what they're told? Yeah, they just learn it. So you've got basically a bunch of side guys that you just tell them what to do and they, and they do it. I mean, they're not side guys. Everybody brings a lot to the table, but... You have to yeah. say that, right? Because in case they're listening. But, yeah, it's, that's, but they don't know. Anything. That's, that's band <laughs> politics right there. <laughs> so you write every part down. You actually play every part. Yeah. And then you bring it to the band. I mean, that's unusual, isn't it? It's not that unusual these days. Do you turn around and get mad at them like uh, James Brown used to if they screw up? No. Nah. They don't have to play everything. Well, exactly. if, they, if these guys screw up, it's killer. It's going to be like something new and hip that we do all the time. And where That's you, how good they are. Well, let's, well, we're going to have a listen to another song in a few minutes uh, as well, and let's talk more about the band. But we, Jerry's a very quiet guy. Wait, uh, it's hard to get a word in. Okay. It's hard <laughs> to get a word in around here. I'm so, telling you. So, Jerry, you, you moved here from Shreveport to New Orleans originally. You're from Shreveport. Yes, I am. How long ago did you move here? Oh, boy. I was uh, 17 when I went to LSU, Baton Rouge. Oh. And so... Uh, I'm not going to tell you about two, my age. That was two years ago. Yeah, then. yeah, wow. two years ago. So, so you just really got Yeah, there. but I've been in New Orleans since uh, 1990. A little stint in Atlanta for two years, but... Uh, so how did you get... Now, What? So tell us something about Halloween's in New Orleans. Is that what it's called, Inc.? Which is a yes. 5013C charity. Charity. And to our, raise money for... For Project Lazarus, okay? And Project Lazarus is a housing and care facility helping all people with HIV and AIDS, okay, uh, in New Orleans. It's been around, I think, this is a 26-year uh, Project Lazarus. Basically... Now, why the word Lazarus? Isn't doesn't Lazarus rise from the dead? Ross? Yes. yes. You're, <laughs> yes. You're, you're the satanic scholar. Well, I'm actually the Jew here. And, and, <laughs> okay. As a Jew. And even I know that. <laughs> okay. You're the Jewish Satan. I'm the Jewish Satan. Okay. Yes. So, yes, Lazarus. so Lazarus rose from the dead. How did that happen? Did Jesus rise him from the dead? Was it a miracle or what? Yeah. I think it was some kind of voodoo, zombie Jesus or something. Damn, I didn't bring that paper. I had a... You've got a lot of stuff. So you got all, all his notes on, on, <laughs> on the zombification of Jesus and then just forgot it. So I asked the wrong question about Lazarus because you don't know the answer to that. Who is Lazarus? I don't. Uh, well, there's a story about that and why it's called uh, Project oh, okay. Lazarus. And, okay, why is it well, I'll, well, be, let's, I'll be polite. You're going to go down a different road yeah, here. Go down a different don't road. Don't ask me that. But what I'll tell okay. you, though, yeah. is uh, basically uh, originally uh, individuals that had HIV and AIDS went there to die. They had no other place to go. And so over the years, as uh, the different drugs and medicines uh, uh, have prolonged people's lives, and actually people go there now just to get nurse themselves back to health and until they can get back out on their own now. Okay, so, that's, so it's a transition. Yeah, trend, now it's transition, absolutely. Rather not from transition from life to death, but from one life to another. Absolutely. So it's not like a hospital, really, though. 
No, 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 it, it's not. It's, uh, it, so why it, can't you stay home if you have HIV? What, what happens at the Lazarus House? That well, a lot of these individuals don't have uh, the money. Uh, you know, they have no place to go. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of these individuals over the years, uh, perhaps, you know, with the stigma, you know, their families abandoned them. And uh, really, they were out on the street. Uh, had no place to go. Just because they had HIV? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Is yeah. that still going on? You tell someone in your family you've got HIV and they don't want to know you? There are, there are a lot of stories out there. People are still, to this day, uh, there is a slight stigma there. It's getting better. It's getting better. What did you say, 28 years? Well, uh, Project Life. Six years, yeah. So have you been around all that time, 26 years? Yeah. It, uh, Just yeah. when it became yeah. six years That's ago, what was it? Was, I don't know. That just Where are we like at now? 2011, right? So the AIDS hysteria was like early 80s. Yeah, very, very. So you uh, figured it was like around 80, before that. 80, yeah. Reagan era. Yeah, 81, 82, okay. that area, mm-hmm. I believe, is when it really exploded. So I can imagine but, 28 years ago there would have been some sort of stigma probably when you told someone you... I mean, that was a death sentence and it was oh, uh, it was the whole thing with, you know, the green monkeys from Africa and right. all these yep. bizarre stories. But now... People, it's not it's not a death sentence anymore, and it's not just as it was it was a gay disease, and it's not a gay disease anymore. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's, so it with, does not discriminate. What, but the whatsoever. stigma is still there, is what you're saying. I had no it, idea. It, it can be, uh, uh, you know, just depending. Um, I mean, but it's getting a lot better. I mean, probably everyone sitting around this table probably knows someone that has HIV or AIDS. I, I'd be surprised if you don't. I don't, but actually. Really, but, but Not that I know of. Not that I know of personally. You, yeah, you probably I look, do. I look like I've got it. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you think? Well, I'm not going to answer that. Actually, you don't look as good as Magic Johnson, who does have that's it. That's a good point. So that's, you you know. See, that's what I was about to say. The first time I remember hearing about AIDS when I was young, like I said, I'm only 24. I'm about to be 25 in a couple of days. It was Magic. Young. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yes. So... Like, I don't remember, like, you know, how, what was going on back then. Did people look at him and were like, oh, is he gay or something because he has it now? Like, well, it was, was shocking on? when Magic Johnson announced that he had HIV because nobody wanted to be on a basketball court with him in case well, he the, the first sweat on them and killed yeah. him. The first big uh, oh, sports, wow. that, the, first, the first big thing about that, the, the, uh, the sports thing that came out where everybody was worried about that kind of thing was Tommy Morrison. If you remember, he was the, the, the white, great white hope. He was the fighter. He played yeah. the young kid in Rocky Five or whatever, the up-and-comer or whatever. And Tommy Morrison came out and said that he had AIDS, and then he, it basically ended his boxing career because nobody wanted to get in the, mm-hmm. in the ring with him because now you're talking about actual blood sport. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I don't know that it – I mean, I guess, you know, I guess if, I was, if I was the opponent, I don't know that I would want to – Get in the ring with Tommy Morrison, so I mean, there's you know, there's yeah, I mean, it's AIDS. I mean, you don't want to play around with that, I guess. You know, you don't want to take any chances. But that's uh, so there is pe- a stigma. But you know? people, yeah. In, yeah, but that's a guy who's like going to go out. Yeah, I mean, in the public sports arena and a, as a blood sport, and we know that it's AIDS is well, HIV well, is transmitted. Let me tell you, let me tell you this. So just it, from the, from the more uh, centered at home here, I own a haunted house, okay? I get people that come <laughs> That's through. That's a great <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I, own, I, own a I own a haunted house. I have yes. people that come through of all kinds right. that, that come through and enjoy themselves, okay? Occasionally, you know, uh, you get rubbed up, rubbed up against somebody or, or whatever, you know, somebody brushes up against you, somebody in your crowd, you know, is cl- uh, clenching a little too tight. 
you know, if something scratches, something like that happens. Now, we've had this happen mm-hmm. to where somebody was coming through, and uh, they said, hey, you know, and they, they, they brought us in the office, and we go, uh, we want to make sure that, you know, everybody is okay, because I came through an area, and, uh, you know, we were, we were um, and he had blood coming down his arm, and we're like, oh, my God, are you okay? We had our EMTs there immediately, and, you know, helping him. He goes, yeah, no, no, I just want, everything's cool, nothing bad happened. I just want to make sure that whoever was in that room understands I'm HIV positive. And we were like, whoa, you know, it's like, uh, you know, automatically it just like a, the doom curtain comes over and you're like really worried about it. And, uh, and no one has died from AIDS of our cast yet. But this was about 15 years ago. So, wow. but, so, oh, but we still use that, that story today to, to tell people. You're trying to attract people to the house of shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Come here and get AIDS. That would be a good oh, idea. It's <laughs> awful. Uh, no, that's not, not my point at all. But, uh, what well, yeah. was your point? I don't know anymore. Oh, let, me, right? let me drink <laughs> some more <laughs> Crown. <laughs> okay. But so, this, so people, people go to Lazarus' house because their family has said, you're HIV positive, therefore you must have done something to get HIV positive. Therefore, it's not the fact they have HIV so much, it's the lifestyle that engendered it, or it's the fact that they've got a virus. It's still the problem 28 years later. They, they have a virus and they don't have other means. I mean, normally they have nowhere to go, basically. So, um, okay. And, you know, it, it's, it's men, it's women, it's black, white, it doesn't discriminate whatsoever. Um, Where is Lazarus House? Is it anywhere near the House of Shock? <laughs> you guys could get together and do Lazarus House of Shock. It, it's at, you know where Noka is. It's yeah. in yes. that area. Chris went to Noka. I went to Noka. Yeah. You went to Noka. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, it, it, very very close uh, over there. There's three different uh, uh, buildings, mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they they're, they're full. Uh, uh, it's unfortunately, but it, they've uh, helped well over How many people a thousand were, people over the last. A thousand people have been through awesome. Lazarus. Yes. What's yes. the average length of stay there? You know, I, I really don't know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess it's probably uh, you can, you can several months up. to up, about a year or so, you know. And, you and, get and free, obviously, do you get free food and everything there while you're there? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, hmm. the, how do you, do the you Catholic to, Church actually, you know, set this right. facility up. Do you have oh, to well. prove that you have HIV, or could I just say I've got it and get looked after for <laughs> a year? Well, listen, I, I don't think the going. food's that good over there. <laughs> 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 my, my head went exactly it is, there. It is free. You're thinking the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's free food. food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's in a nice part of town over by Naked. You know, you could drop in Noka, which is the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts, where all yeah. those cool, talented kids are. Sounds like a good hang to me. Yeah. It does sound good. If you have it, Can so, I tell you about my uh, organization, though, that uh, Halloween in New Orleans? And unfortunately, we, no, you can't. I can't? Okay. No. Oh, all right, I'm out of here. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm yes, out of here. tell us all about okay. it. Okay, so um, what we do, Halloween's in New Orleans, we are a nonprofit, and uh, Project Lazarus is our sole beneficiary. We've raised over $4.2 million over the last 27 years for Project Lazarus. We are a significant wow part of their operating budget so they count on us every year and basically what we do this started out uh, uh, two years before uh, Project Lazarus was uh, 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 became our beneficiary but uh, uh, you started the Halloween's in New, in New Orleans I did not I'm, I'm, I mean, too, I'm too young there's no oh, way we're in 19 yeah so, 19 so, no but, uh, but two, uh, somebody uh, did few people started this out of their I believe their garage actually and had a party the first two years and they decided Hey, you know, it's getting larger. Let's do something with this. Let's, you know, let's make this a benefit. So, for what something. was it originally? It's just a whole bunch of guys dressing up, a like b- going bunch crazy of gay guys probably doing in drag f- in the French it. Quarter, going yeah. crazy yes. and uh, being uh, drunk as hell and hopped up <laughs> on drugs and ecstasy probably back then. 
Uh, early 80s, that's a, that's a possibility. Back, back then, <laughs> yeah. currently. Or well, still. <laughs> still. Yeah. In your case, of course. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's New Orleans for you. That's New that's Orleans That's how charities you. begin. Absolutely. And over the years... It, the Catholic it, it, Church embraced it. Believe it or not, yes. Yeah, it yeah, did. strange. You said that. <laughs> well, well um, you know, it's always been a, an interesting relationship, but uh, 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 the Catholic Church supports us, uh, th- this organization. It's, is it still a gay operation? From its inception it was, is it still predominantly gay men? Predominantly gay it is and, and lesbian. Um, however, um, uh, uh, there are a lot of straight people involved with it as well. As you can see, here's the invitation. We send these out every year. Yeah. The, the, these, people, these are all the people? These are the people that host. 500 yeah. names. Oh, wow. th- normally we have between 300 to 375 people that host. Oh, I was close. Was okay. Right. And you, you, you have could have gone along. Oh, there's more on the back. So different could, levels. Could it's five, it's five Thank you. Yeah. Five, Thank you. <laughs> at least five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, minimum dues, $400. <laughs> these people help put 400 up. minimum? Yes, yeah, absolutely. To buy in. That's how they raise. So that's where the, two, the four point something this, million dollars comes from. Yes, uh, not all that, but this uh, these people help put on the parties because it's okay. a four day event, okay? And it's not cheap to, as you know, to do that. But these people are the backbone and have been loyal throughout these years. Okay, it's a gay four day party sponsored by the Catholic Church. Uh, I didn't say sponsored by the Catholic Church. Well, no, I endorsed at least by the Catholic Church. Uh, they, they totally support what, what we do, yes, uh, uh, the parties. and are about to go in a whole new I, direction. I, I, hey, I see it. Hey. I see it in your eyes. We're going in a whole new direction. Yeah, to start <laughs> That's interesting, the relationship. Why would the Catholic Church be so indulgent of a whole, I mean, three, what, 500 gay hmm. men and women? I wonder why. In the French Quarter. I'm not what? even trying to start that conversation. <laughs> well, uh, what, what what's the what's strange uh, isn't, doesn't that seem strange to you guys? It doesn't seem it, strange it, to why probably, you me like I'm crazy. Well, I, I, it maybe, uh, does it seem strange now? I don't think so. It does seem a little weird does to me. Does it seem weird to you? <laughs> Gosh. I, I, I'm, I, they're not out there uh, uh, dancing with us or anything. The, uh, yeah, but no, they they're, in the back, they're in the back room <laughs> They haven't really been like very... <laughs> the nuns are helping. I see you're thinking I'm making some I'm just saying, but... I haven't to really seen oh, the Catholic Church oh, being very bad. open to so homosexuality. Oh, it's my fault, with little boys, if that's what you think. Oh, that's, that's not what, what you're saying. saying. Oh, oh. You're thinking that I'm intimating that all these priests are gay and they're all screwing little old boys. That's not what you were saying. No, that's oh, my bad. My I bad. wasn't thinking that for a minute, actually, but that's an interesting... I'm just saying that's the Catholic Church has an exact... They're not very warm to... That's what I was thinking. It's sort of strange. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. So it's a little That's what weird. I, was thinking. I, went, I, I went to Catholic boarding school. It's getting better. It's getting better. I went to Catholic boarding school. You were the I, Jewish Satan. I was the only Jew in a Catholic Whoa. boarding school. <laughs> what was wrong with your parents? Why did they think that was a good idea? They were idea? dead, thank you very much. But I'll, I'll go. That's a whole other story. Not to, not to be a downer. But uh, yeah, no. I was, How old? Your parents died when you were in high school? Uh, my parents died before high school. My mom died when I was two. My oh dad my died at 13. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We don't live long. The Carpelmans don't live long. Wow. But yeah, my brother. Just passed away. He was 52, 53. Are you taking oh, care of yourself? No, I'm about to die here probably today. But, um, well, can we make sure we get <laughs> yes, Chris, make sure we get that on tape? Make sure we film okay. that. Yeah, can we get that, that for sure? I'll let you know when I'm starting to have an episode. Today. I'm already sweating like a demon from this whiskey, but uh. <laughs> 
No, I forgot what I was. Oh, I was the only Jew at a Catholic boarding school. Yeah. There's a punchline somewhere. Yeah, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I think that is the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> we need a drum set. Is that what got you interested in Satan, do you think, probably? Ah, uh, no. I was interested in Satan way before Way before that, that of yeah. course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So but, anyway, so you're the only Jew in a Catholic boarding school, which is where, by the way? It was very weird. And no, it was, where? W-H-E-R-E. Yeah. Yeah. It was St. Stanislaus in Bay St. Louis, Catholic boarding school. Wow, Mississippi. Yeah. Very pretty. It's very, very pretty. Oh, this is going to be a good story. Until okay. you see the leather strap that they have that uh, Brother Joseph, who is a uh, former uh, boxer, pro boxer turned brother of the Sacred Heart. Wow. Man, boy, he could swing that strap, boy. I'll tell you what, he would beat the living shit out of you and if you didn't do right. And if you, uh, if you left your chair untucked at the ca- cafeteria, it went sailing all the way down the thing. And you had to go down and pick it up and then go back before the brother and he'd smack the piss out of you. Where did it you- was... Where did you get hit? Across the ass or round? Well, if you got the strap, it was across the ass or the legs or wherever they can get you. They'd have you bend over the... Uh, the yeah, I'm, I'm oh telling you. This, this House is, of shock material. Uh, where do you think it, where do you think it, it came from? It's, it's, <laughs> it's part of it. I mean, this is uh, like going to the shrink. Uh, basically. Thank you. Thank you all for letting me get this off my chest. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. Jesus. Well, was there some sort of a point that you were going to make at the end of I that? don't think so. Another one. Another <laughs> no non-sequitur. No I'm just well, throwing I'm, out I'm there. I'm going to throw something out there. What about, do you guys like jazz? What about we just listen to some nice Can we listen to some nice Yeah, let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Yeah. Mitch Foreman, are you thinking of playing anything? Today? I am. I, I was thinking of playing a sort of a mix of a urban Hasidic tribute to Satan. <laughs> oh, that's where Actually, you know, Grant. Earlier we were talking, and I, you were, you were always telling me you, your favorite song is more Mr. Nice Guy. So I'm going to play a version of that for you before I okay, get cool. it ready for your next show. Off the Mitch Foreman album, Train of Thought. Yeah. All right. Here we go.
Yes. Yeah. More Mr. Nice Guy, Mitch Foreman. Like Here we that. go. That was a nice version. That was uh, a swinging thanks, version. Yeah, I got to get a copy of that. Swinging version, yeah. baby. Yeah, we can get a copy of that, Chris. We can hook you up with that. Hey, um, we'll, I would, we'll, we'll listen to some more of your music as well, Chris. And, and Jerry, I want to also talk to you a little bit more about the, the, um, the, the Halloweens in New Orleans and, and that. But I, I just wanted to get back to the House of Shock for a minute. Sure. Because we haven't even gotten the front door yet. No. The last time we started talking about the House of Shock, we just pulled up outside and there's music playing. When, when last we left the House of Shock. Yeah. Uh, it's falling <laughs> off the bridge, right? Yeah. That's right. We had people jumping off the bridge. Before you even go yeah. in. Right. That's, well, actually, did we talk about the whole show with the pyrotechnics and all that stuff? Did the we, pre-show? Did we talk about Okay, we talked about that. That's outside. That's outside. It's pyrotechnics as yeah. well. So is, all, you get all that for free. Okay. You can come down the street and just see the pyrotechnic show. You can see the, the stage show, the good versus evil stage show that we have with the pyrotechnics. You can see the bands, which uh, I think uh, Chris might be uh, playing soon, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, yes, we can give him a date. Okay. Uh, and then, um, then uh, you, you, we have freak acts. We have the Atone Pain Tribe. That uh, they're a, pe- a local piercing and suspension troupe that actually take these big gauge needles and jab them through their back, and then they suspend from them. Uh, you know, and they hang and they swing themselves around by these piercings in their back. Um, Everyone's faces uh, around this table are grimacing. Yeah. Uh, you're not, though. No, I, I've seen it. And, uh, and, and they'll also pit, like, one, one guy against each other and put a chain between them, and they'll do tug-of-war. And, yeah, sometimes and suspended oh. by piercing needles through their skin. Yes. Yeah. Do they ever, like, rip out? Or? It, oh, it has. It has. Oh. And, it, and it's it gruesome. It is gruesome when it happens. Uh, and they, they, Bring they the do whole another family. thing where they uh, do a, like pierce all their skin back on their face and to Hell? reveal like just like their their gums oh. and their teeth and it's like you know uh, throwback to like the Hellraiser you know. Do you uh, know these people? Obviously, I do. Know you them. must employ them. You pay them to do this, right? I, you, you hire. Them. I don't pay them well, but I do. Pay <laughs> you do hire them. <laughs> I am a Jew after all. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you talk to these people and you know and they come down off you know off the high wire with the. The pe- you take out the piercings, and are they normal people? No, What's they're, they're not. <laughs> no, there's got to be something wrong with what you. They're from Jefferson what Parish. What, <laughs> 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 what makes you want to stick a needle through your skin and suspend yourself? From I don't a know. Wire? Inner issues. Uh, you I didn't get to the bottom of that. Catholic Church. Uh, Catholic Church uh, is back. Just it. bring it back there. Don't go there. Oh my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, so that you, so you see that outside. Okay, so these guys are suspended outside and they're ripping their skin off and they're pulling their yeah, face Yeah, you see back. all that. And then you see the Reverend be dangerous, do his drill bit up the nose with mm. the drill and he mm. sticks it all the way up in his nose. And mm. Reverend be mm. dangerous. Reverend be, a be drill. Be dangerous, yeah. Mm-mm. Sticks a drill. Chris, you're not cut out. Oh, uh, is that, is that where you, you tap out there? You're That's a real it. baby. Tapping out? Yeah. Uh, oh, the power drill but right up his nose. Obviously, it's a trick. It's not a real power drill, is it's it? A, it's certainly a real power, power drill and he's got the, the Thing and the bit, the you know, I think he uses a. So he doesn't have like any brain left, like up in there. You know, that's how <laughs> I, Egyptians used to take the brain out. Like, is that how it was? Yeah, they used to do the nose. I'll have to let him know that he no, probably already you. does. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, he jabs the drill. He takes a big scorpion, and it always takes a big bite of his. Face. Must be doing tons um, of cocaine. I yeah. wish he was doing tons of cocaine. <laughs> Why would you wish that as a Because that would mean tons of cocaine for me. Oh, uh, you like to do tons <laughs> of cocaine? No, I'm not. I'm actually not an upper kind of guy at all. 
Well, you brought uh, it up just to, for the record. Listen back to the tape. Oh, <laughs> I've already admitted it. to ecstasy, weed, and, uh, <laughs> and now, now cocaine. cocaine. Okay. okay. Uh, come on out, kids. And, uh, I can see why the cop with the snake doesn't come down there. <laughs> right. So, you fired him. You didn't want him to row. So the guy, the Reverend B. Dangerous, who's obviously not a reverend. Uh, uh, he is a reverend. He's a real he's reverend. Anyone can be a reverend nowadays. So that's, you know. What you, he's a real reverend. You're not serious for once, are you? He's got, like, no, he is a reverend. He is a real reverend. He's got some sort of ordain. He can marry people. Okay, so he sticks a, a a power drill that's going. It's it's rolling, rolling. Yeah, it's yeah. sticking up his directly nose. up okay. his nose. Yeah. Well, why why not? Why actually? wouldn't you do that? Yeah, okay. And so, uh, so okay, so that's all outside. Oh, that's just you, you haven't even gone I in yet. Got in yet? No. Then you go okay, in. Okay, we'll be right back after. Okay. This. Oh no, come on. What, what? Okay. So then you go in. Yeah. Okay, and then you're you know uh, I have over three hundred and fifty volunteers to do this thing. Free. They work Free. for nothing. Absolutely. They're, they're in it because they love it. You know, it's a, it's their passion. They think 365 days on the best way to scare I people. You, I hope you don't think you're getting dark matter for free. Oh. <laughs> what's <laughs> your right there? <laughs> so, the, these pe- so these people are scared. You're talking they, to a Jew. These people are playing ghosts and yeah. people with chainsaws. Uh, a little bit more intense than that, more, but yes. Yeah. And okay. we're, we're, we're rated more. the most intense in the country, and there's a wow. reason for that. Uh, you know, we call ourselves an interactive haunted house, which means that uh, at any point in time, you, the patron, get, get pulled into the scene and uh, become part of the uh, act. But uh, what, what could happen to me? Somebody could throw up on me could, or cut my arm off? Uh, you could die. I guess it would be the ultimate. Oh, thing have the uh, <laughs> we have several medics. Okay, we have people that fall out every day. We have people that uh, has anyone died there? Uh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. And okay. that's, and that's, that's not a lie. Terrific. That's not a lie. He had a heart condition. And he was a good friend of ours, actually, oh. which, which made it suck even more. But Oh, my goodness. He died from a heart attack. He had a heart attack. He made it all the way through. A good friend of ours is Big J. He was a, a big promoter here for a long time. You know Big J. Yeah. Big J walked no, all the way through. Yeah. Walked all the way through and uh, got all the way out. He was getting ready to go to the bar to get a drink and, and come visit with us, and he fell out on the way to the bar. Oh, man. Uh, we resuscitated him. We were able to bring him back. Uh, our, our medics were able to bring him back, and he was in the hospital for a while, and he wound up dying in the hospital. So, yeah, yeah, that's very, very sad, but it, uh, it did happen. Wow. That's okay. the, fir- that's, uh, that's the that's one who actually died. We've had a near, some near deaths. You know, but uh, you had a f- more than one. Yeah, we had another lady that that had just gotten out of uh, <laughs> just her husband brings her to the house of shock. She just got out of open heart surgery. What? She had a splint in her he heart. Did that on purpose? Um, so I'm saying oh, insurance hey, money. To get that? Exactly. <laughs> insurance money, buddy. I like how you blame the house. They had the husband on this. Uh, absolutely. She, she Doesn't she have cla- claustrophobic? Okay, just got out of just got out of the hospital. Why did she agree to go? Yeah, because she's an, obviously thinking. an idiot. Uh, and, and then you know, uh, claustrophobic, asthmatic. On top what? of that, oh, I, you know what I'm hearing? Lawsuit. Exactly. They're trying to. That's sue. what they're looking for. Yeah, they're looking but, to sue so, you. Yeah. so she made it all the way through, got out right out of the door, and dead, flatlined. One of our uh, nice. one of our bartenders is also a registered RN, and she jumped over the bar and resuscitated her and brought her back to life and. Like, oh, she, I don't think she took her nitroglycerin, and, you know, and she just got out of the, and we're, like, finding all of a sudden. We're like, what? Are you insane? Why would you bring her I here? I see a reality show. Uh, that would be Well, you see, sir, that's that would be the next. Idea. That's for the next yeah. segment. <laughs> that, that's what we'll talk about in the next segment. Yeah, we've been, we're all over that, man. It's that would getting, be getting a, close. Uh, are you going to do a TV show? Uh, it's getting close. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. Well, so we've got into the house of shock, and so we now we now there's basically we got into there's we different got there's different there's already, different rooms. We're already dead. <laughs> you're already dead. And you're, so. Now you're in the house of shock. We own your soul. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Very um, much. So you go through. Uh, it's about uh, you know 
30,000 square feet of walkthrough. It takes you about half an hour to get through, and you go through every segment of deep, dark recesses of horror that you could possibly conjure. You go through, and a lot of it's New Orleans-themed. We have a New Orleans-style graveyard, you know, a, a, a swamp, uh, you know, a taxidermy room. Uh, you know, we do this church at the end that's kind of been taken over by cultist, you know, satanic cult, and, you know, we have, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, the, we crucify virgins and stuff like that. Yeah, kids, like children. We do. We beat children, and that's for real. We really do. Is that bad? No, no, that's okay. I was just wondering what I could ask. If I had kids, that. I'd beat them too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I don't have kids. I was, to, I was just trying to think of something polite to say after that, you know. Yeah, there's really nothing yeah, there's you can, nothing say. You can say. Really. We beat our children, and, uh, and we're proud of it. No, what happens is that. To the um, yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> What, 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 the, see, okay, people are going to get misconceptions. <laughs> no, I'm sure they do. Nah, Not real children, nah, I'm guessing. We know you. No, they're real children, and we really do beat them. But their parents are there, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Usually the parents are the ones that beat them. No, we, we do controlled beating. We know, right. uh, we've know we been doing this for a long time. These are the people who end up intravenous drug users who end up at the... At, at, at the uh, yeah, at the Lazarus, Lazarus house. Lazarus house, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how they get there. That's how they get there. Let's talk about Lazarus House in a minute, but first of <laughs> what all, a segue. let's go back. <laughs> let's go back over here to Chris Royal and Dark Matter and listen to one more song. Let's what? do it. Let's uh, listen to, what do you think? Let's do Foley. 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 Big Booty Express. Right. Which one? Big Booty Express? Big Booty Express. Big Booty okay. Express? Chris Royal and Dark Matter. They're both awesome. The, it doesn't yeah. matter. They're, you can play either one. Yeah, they're all awesome. You said this is another one you just wrote by sitting down at the computer and yeah. coming up with it, inspired by true events. <laughs> Not by the, the Walmart video, no, huh? No, that's, no, that's Wally a good world. That's Wally, 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 Wally world. world. <laughs> but Big Booty Express does not relate. Doesn't refer to anything. You, you just know, came up with the title after you wrote the song. That's the name of my car. Big Booty Express. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that along with We Beat Our Children and. <laughs>
Yes. Chris Royal and Dark Matter, Big Booty Express. Oh, yeah. Very nice. You are an amazing player. Thanks, man. That's beautiful. That's amazing. You, can you just get up and play like that, or is it one take, that whole thing? Nah, that was far from one take, actually. <laughs> nah, you I'm not just even going to yes. lie. I can't lie, man. You should have just said yes. Nah, actually, recording this, this is my first project, and when I went in, I was so worried about like producing the band and making the band sound good, I sucked. I had to go back and redo all of my stuff. <laughs> You're man. too nervous. I sucked. You're thinking yeah. about too many things. Yeah, I had so much on my mind, man. I was. Yeah. You need to party more. You need to party more with these guys. It might have been like, a problem. Like I'm Jerry. just partying too, too much. Straight. Hey, um, Jerry, tell us about the party. You don't have to be gay and live in the French Quarter to go to this party, correct? Absolutely not. But you talk- do have to be gay friendly, though. Gay friendly. Gay friendly. You wouldn't yes. want to be surrounded by thousands of gay men and then we have some sort of freak out. You mean? I don't know. What do you think? Well, what does gay friendly <laughs> mean? <laughs> Maybe you would. Uh, gay, fr- <laughs> <laughs> gay friendly means that you can go to the parties, have a good time, and get along with everyone. So, and um, uh, so tell us about the party because we now we kind of we're the, we've gone through the house mm-hmm. of shock. Let's go to your party. Okay, we're, there's actually four parties uh, in, in this weekend. It's October 27th through the 30th. Okay, and uh, the first party is kind of your uh, black tie optional it's at, at Harrah's. Black Harris, tie optional, meaning? Meaning that you, you can either uh, wear a, a, a tuxedo or come or in a midriff, you know, basically. So. Okay, so it's not, it's not totally clothing optional is what I'm thinking. No, no, no. We'll get to that so Saturday that, night. Oh, that's so, later. So yeah. this is the Friday night at Harris Casino. Well, uh, no, Thursday Sorry, is Thursday, at Harris. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, and it's, it's the, the Thursday ni- of Halloween nice, weekend. Yeah, nice event, um, uh, silent auction. Uh, Harris is one of our major new sponsors this year. All that disposable income. Yeah, very They're nice smart. of them. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and Harris then, seems to be a very gay-friendly kind of an they, employer. They, actually, actually, they uh, in the last year or two, they they're really pushing that. They they have someone out, uh, a, a gentleman that lives here. That uh, that's his sole job is to, you know, his job is to get gay people to go to the casino. Yes. That's See, a, how do, how do you get title? a job like that? Gay facilitator? Well, you, you probably... <laughs> gay gambling guy. It probably helps gay, to be gay, yeah. but... I, I, yeah, okay, helps, but yeah. That may, what, what made Harris think of that, that if they could talk Corporations gay think of everything. <laughs> yeah. Remember, no kids, more disposable income? I guess right. that's... Yeah, that's someone it, 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 we we <laughs> advertised an ambush. This is, so we're not... We're also gay friends. You're gay friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one of our sponsors. Yeah. Who's ambush. That? Ambush is ambush, one of your gay... Absolutely. Everybody wants to get in with the gays. They got money. Do you have a lot of money, Jerry? Because uh, you know, I don't. Something happened. Yeah. I don't. Not right now. Anyway. See, yeah, it's, it's like the Jews. You have, do you have a lot I, have, of money? I don't have a lot of money either. You see, that's, that's all the stereotypes. What happened? So I'm not sure that these are all true. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. So Friday night, uh, we closed down House of Blues, which is another one of our sponsors, and uh, we just called Club H N O Twenty Eight. Uh, that's a great party uh, a dance you, party. So you can go to that too. Anyone can go to that. Anyone Either can. Well, of course you have to pay. Okay. You know? Well, you okay. have to pay to get yeah. in. Okay, okay, but and who's playing? Or, at, uh, who's what? playing at the House of Blues gig? Um, well, they're DJs. Okay? okay, so I don't know if you guys would know any of these guys. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe you would. I don't know. But uh, Saturday night is the big costume okay. extravaganza. Saturday, October the 29th, yeah, th- 2000. That is the, the big costume extravaganza. You must have, uh, be in a costume to go. Uh, it's at the convention center, Hall B. 
Uh, this is where we get thousands and thousands huge. of yeah thousands of people from across the country, even other countries come in. Uh, these queens are you know they they work on uh, their costumes all year long, so they're pretty serious about it. So we have a costume contest, and then we always have um, the midnight show is always a really elaborate show, and I mean we work eight uh, months out of the year on the on on these parties. So um, the, you know. Uh, this is it's it's a lot of fun um, and uh, a little risque, and especially this year. Uh, uh, Why? What's the, the theme? Is wickedly, the theme, wickedly, wickedly ever, ever after. after? But if you look at this invitation, does it? Well, I can. Does see. it look a little risque and maybe it a looks, little? Yeah. Really? How would you describe that? It's like sort of. Um, well, lifelike cartoon characters. What we're going for with this very year? Very little clothing and yes, sort of satanically. Um, <laughs> Someone say satanic. Don't say satanic. I'm sorry. No, it's really we're going for fairy tales gone bad. Oh, fairy tales gone bad. Yeah. Okay. You know, Little Red Riding Hood. You know, she probably ends up pregnant. See where I'm going with that? Yeah. It's kind of so the midnight. It's it's like not nasty. It's not like House of Shock where you're going to be frightened. No, no, it's, oh, it's extravagant. You're going to be naughty. Yes. You're, you're going to be a little naughty, naughty, a little bit. Naughty. You, know, right. you have to be 21 and up, uh, okay, uh, to, to be in there. But uh, uh, once you get in there, all the alcohol is free, as much as you can drink. So uh, it, it's really a great deal, and it all goes to a great cause. Um, and so that's you know, um, then Sunday we end up you know, a little low key on the riverboat, Natchez. Um, you'll see a lot of. Only in New Orleans could you have. A, an HIV transition house spo- paid for by excessive partying and sponsored by it a works. casino in the Catholic Church. It works. You guys pulled <laughs> off. It's a, you guys pulled off something absolutely incredible. I don't know how you did it, but congratulations. And uh, very thank good. You. It's thank an amazing. You. And it's it, an it's amazing marriage. Good cause. It's yeah. a real only it in works. New Orleans. It works. So only in New Orleans. I, if I'm listening to this and I'm outside of New Orleans, uh, or I'm in New Orleans, even where, where, what, where do I go to? We'll, we'll put a link to your site on it. On, Absolutely. On our site as well. You, you want to go to uh, HalloweenNewOrleans.com. Okay. Halloween. You can buy tickets online. You can buy them when okay. you get here. All right. Uh, you can even still sponsor up until the event, which means you get into all the VIP areas. So. Okay, very good. Yes. Well, Jerry, thank you. That's, uh, that's an, an exciting weekend coming up for you. you. How long does it take you to recover from that after Halloween? Oh, gosh. Eight months? You, you don't, you, yeah, you don't, want to say, you don't want to say the H word until the end of the year or the beginning of the next year. It's, it's a you, lot of work. It's, sure it's a full-time job. Well, it's a great thing it, you're doing, and there's a lot of people benefiting from it. So, Yes. And, and, good partying. And thanks to our sponsors like Absolute. Uh, Avita Drugs, of course, Harris, Drugs. Oz, Oz. Uh, Oz uh, Bud Light, Bud Light, House of Blues, Natchez, and of course, Ambush. Of course, and, and many others. So. Okay, thanks. And House of Shock is a f- is open the whole we're, month of October. Well, we're open every weekend. We're open right. every basically every Friday and Saturday. We opened last weekend, which was awesome. The weather was killer. We're open this Friday and Saturday, and every Friday and Saturday in the month of October. Then uh, the week of Halloween, it's Wednesday, uh, the twenty sixth through. Halloween, which is the 31st, and then November 4 and 5. And if people are, November, is, it's still open in November. Four yeah, for the Friday and Saturday. So, so people can see you playing Satan as well? They can see me playing Lord Belial. Can you give some sort of, just to, before we go out, we have to get out of here, can you give us some sort of a satanic laugh? <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> I, I thought maybe as part of your act you did that, because you sound like you did. At some point I do. I, you know, I what do you do? Come on. Yeah, I got some, I, got, I can't be showing all my tricks up in here. 
You can't. You can't just tricks. just one yeah, trick. Just one do one. I get paid. I get paid for that. Wow. Okay. All right. I could you make you get another drink. All I'll right. give you. An, I'll, I, bu- I'll I, buy you a drink if you do. But the laugh is just, uh, you know. Well, what is the, what's one line from Lord uh, Belial? Well, I could give you my my send off. Yes, do that. I am Lord Belial, leader of the Fourth Reich, the Satanic Reich, and you're entering the House of Shock. Thank That's, you very much. That ends the very much. All right. All right. Ross Koppelman from the House of Shock, Jerry Fredu from Halloween's in New Orleans, and Chris Royal. From Dark Matter, your yep. album is out. We yep. look forward to seeing that, and we look forward to seeing you playing Chris Royal and Dark Matter at the House, at the of, House Shock. of Shock. And maybe next year at Halloween's in New Orleans on the Perhaps. piano is Mitch Foreman. Our show is recorded live at the Columns Hotel, a great place to come and have a drink and a great place to come and stay. If you're coming to New Orleans for any of these events we've been talking about or any other, and if you are headed to New Orleans and you need to book a hotel or a tour or need tips on what to do while you're here, Check in with our friends at NewOrleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. Our show is produced by Melinda Hawes and Trish Kaufman, along with Chris Kehoe. Our executive producer is Tanya Castellanos and Mitch Cry is our technical director. Christian Unruh is our music director. Our web designer and link to the real world is Cliff Brigden. Our theme song was written and is being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line at itsneworleans at gmail.com. You can check out our other shows, too, on our website. There are plenty of other happy hours to listen to besides this one, as well as our, as well as our other shows. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti and Kathy Finn, which is live from Commander's Palace. And coming soon, our new show, Mindset, with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pagic. You can keep up with us by liking us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. On iTunes would be good, wouldn't it? Unfortunately, it's called iTunes. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Mitch Foreman, I'm Grant Morris. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Happy Hour.